listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 77, where we will be discussing chapter 18 in A Clockwork Angel, 30 Pieces of Silver. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> you guys, we're like, after this, we have like two more chapters before the finale. I crazy. couldn't believe it. Because I always, okay, the reason I don't like getting to the end of books uh-huh. is because you have to scroll so many pages on the freaking Google Doc. And it's forever to load. Dude, that's I, why I always have the key up so I can just go click on it. It'll take me right to the spot. I mean, I'm not that smart, bro. <laughs> Lies. Still, you have to scroll. I was like, I'll just go all the way to the bottom and then I'll scroll up. Like if we've mm-hmm. made it more than halfway through because it's easier. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did that and I went way past it because there was only like two chapters left. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know some shit's happened in this episode, guys. It got exciting. Dude. Yeah. I, I was like looking at uh, the chapter because I was like, oh, how many like how many pages is this or whatever? I'm like, oh, wow, it's a short chapter. And then I started doing my part. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like so much is happening right now. Yeah, I'm like we had like ten chapters of literally barely anything happening. Yep, and then all of a sudden we're like, boom, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> had to get you enticed into the characters, right? Uh-huh. And I'm really like, excited for the next book because I the next book is really much more fun. The first book is always so much setup. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, we went camping this week. Oh, yeah. How did it go? Where did you go? We went to Primal Reservoir and camped there for a few days. It was great. It was so nice. I I haven't been out there in a really long time because my grandparents used to live out there. And so, like, we were poor. So, like, we didn't go on real vacations. So we just drive to grandma's house and, like, that was the vacation, right? (laughs) And we used to, like, camp out on their property and stuff because they had, like, a – um manufactured home or whatever and it didn't like they had like three bedrooms but like one of them was a craft room (laughs) like of course so like when the whole family came we would just camp out back yeah and so it was it was nice to go and then like took Bryn we took Bryn to the painted hills and stuff so I got to like take her to all the places that like I used to go to growing up so it was it was nice it was a little nostalgia trip it was great I've never been to the painted hills I think it's so cool looking on the internet yeah on the internet (laughs) I like it's the, great. Um, it was a lot of fun. The climate over there, the landscape, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah. That high, high desert. desert sort of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then of course we had to listen to a book on the way. And so we started <laughs> We started the girls were like my my niece came with us. The girls were, you know, they had their headphones in or whatever. And so we started listening to a, a court of thorns and roses, which is like a big fantasy, like it's super popular. Um, I'm not finished yet, but 12 hours in, it's like just starting to get good. Wow. And it's super popular. And so like a lot of people have told me to read it. And so I'm like texting my friends who have read it and I'm like, bro, I'm like, this is trash. I'm like, I hate this. This is like the most boring fucking, I'm like, what is this? What even, it doesn't even make any sense. And they're like, just stick it out. The second book is so much better. And I'm like, then why did I have to read this? Like the entire plot line of this first book, now that I'm at the end, seems like it didn't need to happen. Like, like the, the story changes in such a way that like, it's 
12 hours of a prologue that is completely unnecessary. And it's really yeah. annoying. <laughs> I have to reserve final judgment until I finish it, but yeah. It's crazy that many people read it and kept going. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, maybe you're coming down off of your other series. You're a little more judgmental. I did say that. I did say that. I'm like, it's really hard to get into these two main characters when I I just read Perfection. Like, I just read two extremely <laughs> developed, well thought out, makes sense. Their internal monologue is like totally like makes sense for who they are as a character. It's like a perfectly fleshed out characters to these like super one dimensional like... I'm like, when is she going to get a fucking personality that's more than, like, responsibility? Like, that's her only personality trait. I'm like, can you just do something else? Like, can you have a little bit of anything? And she's starting to get it towards the end. But I'm like, I don't, I'm not the kind of reader that wants to wait 14 chapters. No, that's not true. 32 chapters. Because they're they're short chapters. I'm like, I don't want to wait 32 chapters for my protagonist to gain a fucking personality. Like, no. Anyway, sorry. It's weird to have that many chapters. Uh, my first book had, like, 64 chapters. <laughs> really? Yeah. I read it, obviously. I don't remember that. They were really short. There was a lot of really short <laughs> chapters. I didn't know how to, like, just put more than one scene in one chapter. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's, like, this chapter that we have, you split it up really well for all of us. It really has each scene kind of broken down between each of us. I was excited. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause fucking Cassie was like, I want to make you guys suffer the entire chapter and just jump in between. As soon as it gets exciting, we're going to move on to the next yep. group of people. <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> How oh, man. absolutely dare you? How was your guys' week? Absolutely. I'm potty training. <gasps> so exciting. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, thank you. I stepped in poop today. Oh. So, yeah. Were you barefoot? That was fun. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Delicious. Luckily, it was on the kitchen floor, and it's crappy 90s linoleum, so it's totally fine. It was no big deal Better than carpet. He was more upset than I was. Mm -hmm. He was so upset. Was he, like, so, embarrassed? Like, he just, it, he tries to run away from it, basically. He starts whining, and he's like, what is this? <laughs> So pee, we're all good. Poop, we're still working on. But it's been, I'm really proud of him. I honestly thought that we were just going to give this a shot and see how it worked and start again in a few months. But yeah. I think we're getting it. So I'm pretty good. excited. That's exciting. Yeah, That's yeah we got exciting. him his little underwear. They're just the cutest freaking thing you've ever seen, you know. <laughs> oh, did they I come? Um, we got some different ones. They got delayed. So we went to the store and let him pick his own. So <gasps> yeah, that was fun. I'm sure he'd really, he really like, that's like yeah. getting the kids like involved in it. Yeah. That's always so cute. Yep. He liked it. It was fun. He's growing so. up. It's crazy. I have to, dude. I can't be nine months pregnant on the floor doing this. It's hard enough right now. Yeah. And I don't want to be, have two in diapers. So I gotta, I gotta get this shit done. Thank <laughs> <Right>? you. <it. laughs> You're like for Literally. my own fucking sanity. <laughs> like we yeah. need to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> So that it's consumed my life. We've barely left the house because, yeah. of course, you don't want to. So, but that's how I mean. That's how you fucking potty train. You have to yep. kind of like isolate them into this like perfect environment for 
mm-hmm. you know, however. We have blankets all over everything mm-hmm. and protectors and all kinds of stuff. And we're isolated to the kitchen and the family room. That is it. So he's going crazy. Yeah. Because he's not able to go to his playroom or anything. But anyway, <laughs> like, I cannot have you shitting on the carpet. No. <laughs> like, this is not happening. No. Like, that is a no from me, dog. <laughs> What about you, Robin? What have you been doing? Um, I got our, we got our truck back from the shop. Oh, Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah. And then that's it. That was Super the only, like, really cool thing. <laughs> Explain the idiocracy and why this is taking so long to get to these. Oh, right. Okay, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're idiots. Americans over here <laughs> forgot that the world doesn't just revolve around us. And um, Robin realized that we hadn't been checking. Is this, this is iTunes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, iTunes Apple reviews podcast. for. Yeah, for other countries. So. <laughs> I just assumed they were all together. I don't know. Yeah. So we have a few, so we'll just read one a week. We have two, I think, that we haven't gone. So I apologize. These are from May. (laughs) And this one is from That Nerd Over There, which is a great name. I love Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Uh, And it says, uh, very rarely do I find podcasts that I can stick by for more than than a couple of episodes, but this one is – one of the four podcasts that I have listened to every episode of. I'm so happy that I saw an advert for this podcast. Otherwise, I would still be searching for one with this kind of content and miserably failing. The jokes are epic. Ah, thank you. <laughs> and I lo- live for that nerd button. Yes. <laughs> we got to bring that out of retirement. Yeah, I do. I need to find it. I think I know where it is. It's, and they say, uh, where can I find one? So Kristen should share that information at some point. Uh, also, the Instagram page is great. I love the memes and the voting. If you are a TSC fan, then this podcast is for you. Oh, that was great. You. I'm glad we found that. Thank you, that nerd over there from May. Thank you. Of 2020. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. I just realized that that's the year. Sorry should have said that <laughs> oh my god i hope Dude, you're still listening what a freaking <laughs> boomer band over here holy moly my face is so red right now we are so <laughs> embarrassing yeah seriously i guess this is on brand though we are kind of like the worst <laughs> podcasters ever <laughs> i know we're like ooh, let's do another one <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we'll be able to keep up with that yeah. <laughs> we need we need like a social media like person to handle all that. I know. I know. I cuz I'm like I'm so excited the Facebook stuff is starting and I love it. I love reading everything. But I was like, yeah, Facebook's my jam. I guess I just like to watch people on Facebook. <laughs> You're a Facebook I don't ever stalker. Post. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at remembering. Cuz like I'm never on Facebook cuz I I pretty much cut out most social media a few years ago because mm-hmm. I was like I'm literally gonna have a nervous breakdown <laughs> let's stop <laughs> it's consuming <laughs> and so like I I used to be on Facebook obviously all the fucking time for you know my author stuff but now I'm like I forget that I have that app on my phone because it's like tucked away in a folder 
And so like, I'm like, oh yeah, the fucking Facebook group. So that's really the only reason I go to Facebook anymore. It's like, I'll go through and be like, what did I miss? Okay. I have a question for you guys before we kick things off. Fuck, Mary kill. Sophie, Jem, Tessa. Okay, for some reason, when you said, I thought Jessamine, when you said Jim, like it didn't register, I was like, dude, come on. <laughs> but I got you. Uh, okay. I think. I no. It's a hard one. And I let the dice decide this one. <laughs> I feel like I'd want to marry Sophie because she's on my level. You uh-huh. know? Like she can take care of shit. Yeah. She's she's you'd have a really clean house. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> she me. would That's my she would world. never leave shit. There wouldn't be like no husband table where she just leaves shit and it magically gets put away. <sighs> it's the desk. It's the desk for in my house. God. Anyway, okay, I'm gonna do Mary Sophie, fuck Jem, kill Tessa. That would be probably I mean, no. I would I would marry Jem. Fuck Sophie, kill Tessa. <laughs> me too. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Slam the no, gavel. The cleaning is just too much for me. It's just the soul. <laughs> I feel like Jim, like if you, when we went in his room, Jim was clean too. I'm yeah. Just saying. Well, okay. Because Sophie likes him. Oh, that's fair. That's. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in every morning and takes his water glass off of his end table. <laughs> yep. Oh, I found a dust bunny. Better clean the whole room. (laughs) That's really funny, though, because, like, Jem is... I always joke about Jem being perfect, but really, he... He is a character that does have... He has no flaws. Like, he has no personality flaws. As as we go through this series... My true feelings will come out as we keep going. We'll, We'll try to find one. Cause, cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Maybe yeah. I'm blind. Maybe love has made me blind. I don't know. Like with Simon, you, you were blinded. Yeah. Simon. Oh, I, think I had Jem no idea Simon was such a creep. I knew he was a little weird, but I didn't know he was that much of a creep until I, I reread it and like deciphered it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> There's so lots maybe, of like red flags being called here. So maybe field. that'll happen here, but I doubt it. Cause it's Jem and he's perfect. Like Edward Cullen flags. <laughs> You mean a fucking flare? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. What do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Okay. The Institute erupts erupts in chaos like the McAllister family trying to leave to catch an airplane (laughs) as they try to get their shit in order to pull a shy surprise onto Quincy at a secret hideaway. The children are left behind from the action, and Jessamine suggests a game of cards to stave off the boredom, which turns into her innate canoodling, which is like, ew. Ew. Tessa's upset about her newfound friends riding into battle, but our dearest Jim reassures her that it's all part of the job. The summoning bell rings, and being the only Shadowhunters available, Jim and Will go to answer it, followed by Tessa, Chisme, Goddess Grey. (laughs) Mortman is waiting on the lawn, with an apology and a warning. The Dark Sisters are rising the clockwork army tonight! Will and Jim decide to go crash their pentagram and shortly after arriving realize (laughs) that they've been bamboozled. During the pre-arbitrage's absence, left vulnerable, the Institute is attacked by clockwork robots, leaving Agatha stabbed in a giant cliffhanger. 
Except it's a cliffhanger, not a cliffhanger. <laughs> Who the fuck is cliffed? All right, so we pick up right where that massive cliffhanger left us off uh, with Tessa stumbling back from a literal wall of automatons. <laughs> and uh, they're standing, like, on the step, on the steps of the Institute, like, right at the threshold, not coming in. They're just standing there. Weird. Because that's not creepy. They're not leaking acceptable. their arms like somebody protesting. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Tessa right over. <laughs> They're the champions from Catching Fire. <laughs> so, so, okay, you guys, this is serious. This is serious. Sophie is kneeling over an obviously dying Agatha. Quote, making a noise like, or, and Agatha is, quote, making a noise like a tea kettle boiling. And I'm assuming that means that the knife that stabbed her punctured her lung and in 1878 uh they hadn't invented uh plastic safeway bags so that was a definite death sentence <laughs> robin's looking at me like a blank face can you just put that over it that's what my dad did lung? when he got shot lazy <laughs> oh your dad got shot huh? my dad got stabbed really I mean, not awesome, but you know what I mean. <laughs> he lives in, in in Northeast Portland, so there you go. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> yeah, when my when my dad got shot, he got shot like in the rib cage, like between the ribs, <clears throat> and it went in, bounced around, fucked some shit up. Well, it punctured his lung, obviously. So he like called nine one one, but nine the ambulance couldn't find the house, and so <laughs> he took. That would happen to me here. Right? <laughs> so, my dad was like, he was in the military, so he had like field medic training and stuff, you know. That's so good. he took a plastic Safeway bag and shoved it in the hole with his finger to block it so like his lungs wouldn't fill up with blood, like to try blood. and like slow it down at least. Like it wasn't going to stop it, but yeah, in time for the ambulance to come and take him to the hospital. That's smart. <laughs> oh, just it's revealing all lot. kinds of stuff. Hmm? What'd you say? Just not being able to find the house. It's on a flag lot. <coughs> right. There's a red truck parked outside. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Agatha knows she's toast. So she's all like, save yourself and starts pushing Sophie away. But Sophie clings to Agatha, not willing to let go, um, even if it means risking her own safety. And I'm like, I, I get that. Like, Agatha's older. She's the cook. I'm sure she was kind of like a, you know, what's the word? Matron, mother, house mom, den mother. <laughs> she probably looked just like me. Role model is what I was thinking. Like, like she's okay. probably been like her, you know, showed her the ropes and, and all of that. And it's not like Sophie yeah. has very many people in her life, obviously. She's like Miss Patmore. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's Daisy. Sophie's <laughs> Daisy. So, uh, just in case anyone needs a reminder who Thomas is most definitely into, he comes flying into the scene, massive sword in hand, uh, calling out for Sophie. <laughs> and no, that's Aww. not a euphem- euphemism. He was re- really holding a sword. <laughs> <laughs> he skids to a stop as he seeds at as he seeds that's a Freudian slip 
shit. <laughs> he skids to a stop as he sees Sophie crouched over a bleeding Ag- Agatha and the row of robots standing blank-faced at the threshold of the Institute. In a twist I certainly didn't see coming, Jessamine, the only shadow hunter left in the building, trails behind Thomas with her parasol. Oh, and Nate's there too, but who the fuck cares, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Sophie lets out a heartbreaking wail, drawing Tessa's attention to Agatha's now still form. So, like, she's dead dead now. And despite Tessa's Sad. best efforts, uh, Sophie refuses to leave Agatha's side. So Tessa turns to the others as if to say, like, hey, guys, I don't think these murderous machines are going to stay asleep in sleep mode forever. A uh, little help would be nice. Like, can can somebody do something? Because I'm just a fucking maybe warlock. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> changing into someone, changing into Camille right now is not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It might. She'd have some super strength. She could probably pick Sophie up and carry her. That's fair. True. Maybe she could turn Agatha into a vampy. We never figured out how that worked. Maybe Ooh. she wants to live forever. Yep. Okay. So did we decide she can like recall any of her past transformations whenever she wants? Yeah. Yeah. Once she's transformed into them, she doesn't need anything to do it. Yeah. She should totally just have camelled out, man. Or, jeez, well, Louise, she wasn't even thinking. <laughs> well, she should have transformed into Will, and then she could be, like... That's fair. Because I bet he's got or lots Thomas. of muscle memory. Mm. So it's like, like he would mm. just, like, it would take over. I'm going to fight some shadows. And then it'd be funny to see Will in a dress. <laughs> I bet, I bet it would, I bet he would look ridiculously good. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> pop off because he's probably bigger than tessa i imagine at least in the chest like oh yeah he's probably got you know the dim broad shoulders exactly <laughs> got that tr- inverted triangle body Ooh, he's got the v <laughs> you guys he's a baby i age him up in my head yeah, good. <laughs> obviously good uh, well, uh-huh. Oh, like, oh yeah 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 35 yeah. 40 mm. that's that's my jam yo okay Sup, that sounds good <laughs> it it has been since i was 18 but you know that's neither here nor there <laughs> daddy issues <laughs> jason pops up he's like you called <laughs> So Tessa notices that um, I'm about to piss my pants expression on her brother's face again. Guess it wasn't the fever. Hmm? Right. Just good old fashioned little bitch syndrome. (laughs) What happens next is too good not to read out loud to the class. So Nate was breathing in pants, his eyes fixed on the door, his face as white as chalk. He looked as if he wanted nothing more than to turn and run. Jessamine glanced. Jessamine glanced at him once, a look of surprise and disdain, before turning to Thomas. Get her on her feet, she said. She'll listen to you. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> what just happened? Did Jessamine just become a boss bitch? Like, is that yeah, what just happened right now? She is head bitch in charge, <laughs> She's like, I'm the only shadow hunter here, so listen to me. I got this. Yeah, I guess they didn't really think that through when they left the boys. 
they didn't well, well, really they think any just of that n- really the, thomas i guess the yeah. institute is impenetrable yeah nobody yeah. can get in yeah pretty and much they told thomas he had to stay behind so that way there was a man in the house right because nate didn't count yeah oh yeah oh yeah so We're gonna na- Nate's nickname is Almost. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Doesn't count. <laughs> Snapped out of his stupor, Thomas makes short work of pulling Sophie away from Agatha's body um, and to her feet and, tell, and turns to tell Jasmine to take the other girls to the sanctuary. But he's interrupted. Mortmain, that weaselly little fuck, is standing in the doorway, smug expression firmly in place, and he's like, do what you want with the others, but Tessa and Nate Dog stay with me. Um, what? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So all the puzzle pieces start clicking together for Tessa as she realizes how incredibly fucked they all are. Like, <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> And just as that reality begins to settle over her, Mortmain smiles and drops the other shoe. Quote, Nathaniel Gray, he said, excellently done. I admit that my faith in you was tested, tested sorely, but you have recovered admirably for your past missteps. I'm proud of you. The fuck? No one's ever been proud of him before. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that explains his behavior. Because yes. Tess is like, the fuck? Turning to her brother, as if this fucker has ever done anything in his life but fucking disappoint her. Like, she's like, ex- <laughs> I'm like, what do you expect? This guy's a yeah. piece of shit. You know he's a piece of shit. He you literally sold man. you over. Dude, after that, mm-mm. no, thank you. No, thank you. Okay. Anyway, not the point. Nate is not even looking at the sister he just betrayed. He's too busy brushing past her to fall to his knees at Mortmain's feet as if he were a living God. And he says, quote, it was only ever my desire, he said, to serve you, Magister. What? <sighs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Mouth wide open. Like, whoa. <sighs> okay. Honestly. Honestly, obviously, we all knew this leading up to this moment because. Right, because we've read it. We read the chapter. Yeah. But did you, um, do you remember thinking that, reading it the first time? If no. You think back? No, I thought Nate was shady, but I didn't think this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't gone this far. I was just, I was like, oh, he's, he's going to like steal something and like take off or some shit. Like, yeah. Like, hide the silver. Like, <laughs> Take your purse to bed with you. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think that I thought saw yeah. this coming either. This is a good one. She did good. Yeah. yeah. And because Cassie is the devil incarnate, we're just going to let that sit for a bit while we buzz on over to Will and Jem, who, in case you've forgotten, are currently face-to-face with Mrs. Dark and her sister's severed head. <laughs> <laughs> Not hand, by the way. Still not nope. hand. Not hand. Yes. <laughs> oh. So Mrs. Dark is straight up evil villain cackling, and Jem kind of clears his throat and shouts over her mon- maniacal laughter. What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. I want to laugh too. What, what is it? What's going on? <laughs> 
I know it doesn't seem like it should work, but Jem's got advantage on charisma and he actually, and she actually starts spilling the beans. De Quincey isn't the magister. In fact, um, oh shit. No, De Quincey isn't the magister. And the fact that they think he is means they're as good as dead already. Like you're never going to fucking find out. You fell into the trap. You're fucked. The idea <laughs> to imagine being her just like walking around with your sister's head and then these two kids show up like what the fuck are you doing here? You're like, you, got, you interrupted. I'm like kind of in the middle of something right now. Okay. It's like, like you, you just got back? out of the shower and somebody rang the doorbell and you're like uh, robe or t-shirt. Like what are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. I'm not answering the door. True that. I'm going to check the security camera and see who it is. I'm going to hide until they go away. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that someone could successfully outsmart him really grinds Will's gears. And without thinking, he lunges forward to attack. Jem, because he's perfect, uh, can see how this move is not going to work. And he calls out to his parabrotai, but it's no use. As the saying goes, Herondale's going to Herondale. (laughs) didn't you make that up yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a saying that i made up and is now existing in the ether it has been wrote (laughs) yeah that's great (laughs) that's kind of like have you heard parabotai before i had not that's fair right we we saw that on on instagram and i was like wait has that always been a thing like now i don't know i don't know either i'm not gonna claim that No, well, we can't claim it because we don't know, but I certainly hadn't seen it before. (laughs) So great minds, maybe. Uh, Anticipating Will's attack, Mrs. Dark yeets her sister's severed head at the shadow hunter and bolts past him down the stairs into a dark room off the foyer. (laughs) Dude, how fucked is that? (laughs) How fucked is that? Like, okay, so the neck obviously is like juicy still, I'm assuming. So she's going to get dust and shit in there. (laughs) <laughs> it, says, it says something about like her tongue sticking out or something and, yeah, it's and it's like this gray, gray kid, leathery tongue and you tried to pretend like you were dead so you'd stick your tongue out like that's not real <laughs> okay but can you imagine anything besides the shrunken heads in harry potter because i can't i know oh. it doesn't look like that but that's what i'm saying when it's like <laughs> i'm imagining oh. like ned stark head okay okay uh-huh. that's probably better yeah but Take it away, Ern. <laughs> so Mrs. Black's head bounces down the stairs like a, glam- like a game of Plinko and comes to rest at Will's feet. Naturally, Will is grossed out, but as Jem says, there's no time to vomit. We have an evil warlock to defeat. <laughs> What's going to happen? Are they going to defeat Mrs. Dark? We don't know because Cassie decided this chapter needs to make the reader feel like they're pre- perpetually teetering off the edge of a cliff and we cut away back to the institute so tessa's reeling again i feel like she was reeling before but now she's really reeling (laughs) and she's not quite firing on all cylinders and she calls out for nate but he's only got eyes for the magister and speaking of the magister he orders his robots to seize her of course, Mortmain tries to prove his e- evil mastermind prowess with a little monologuing. 
Rubbing his hands together, he reveals that Nate's been working with him the whole time. In fact, it was Nate's idea to send Will and Jem on a wild goose chase so it would be easier to infiltrate the Institute and kidnap Tessa. <laughs> I know Jessamine is a spoiled brat, but this chapter really does a lot to redeem her and show her true colors. Like behind all the facade and all the pomp and circumstance and all of that, she actually might be a good person. Yep. So Jasmine's like, what the fuck, Nate? <laughs> I thought you were my boo. <laughs> I thought we were really connecting here. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I said that because of what the fuck, Nate. Okay, okay. Yeah. You gotta have that Australian accent. With that I know, one. but I can't do an Australian <laughs> Okay. WTF, Nate. You gotta say WTF, Nate. WTF, Nate. (laughs) Why are you kneeling to this dude? It's not cute. And Nate's like, oh. Dude, I loved that line. I was like, I fist pumped. I was like, yeah. Uh What? (laughs) She's like, I was finally proud of her. She's like, L. And Nate's like, oh, my sweet summer child, quote, he is the magister. If you were wise, you would kneel too. And Jessamine's like, whoa, this is De Quincey? Because <laughs> she hasn't caught up. Yeah, she wasn't there. <laughs> no. Nope. But isn't it daytime? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's like evening. Oh, my God, you're right. She's so dumb. Like, now- is he a daylighter? <laughs> I know Jessamine tends to slack on her shadow hunting studies. But you'd think she'd be able to tell a vampire from a human. Whatever. <laughs> and Nate snaps She's just going to be like, oh my god, I've heard so much about you. Hi. Were we All looking good for you or something? All good things. <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm not looking at what you're writing because my phone's going to die. So this is, I, I don't know where you're at. So sorry okay. if I'm interrupting you. No, you know, you're fine. You're fine. So Nate snaps back that De Quincey's a little bitch, and he answers to the magister, <laughs> making sure to add that only a few people who the magister, or only a few people know who the magister actually is, and he's such a special little butterfly. He's been chosen. He's been one of the chosen. Or fuck, and he's such a special little butterfly because he's one of the chosen. I'm like, okay, if that makes you feel better about like being a shit person, whatever. Yeah. The- Chosen of between you and what automatons? Like, right. Okay. Oh, you know his secret identity. It's not like you're like. He's not a fucking threat, right? You're a little bitch. And Tessa even thinks so. Even Jessamine. Right. Anyways, with a sneer only Jessamine could achieve, she looks down her nose at Tessa's brother and delivers a dish of ice-cold sass. Chosen to kneel on the ground, are you? Like, that's all she says, but it's like, burn. That's where I fist bumped. That's where I pumped. This is me too. I was clearly distracted a few minutes ago. This is what I did. This was when I was excited. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, the sass. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. It's so good. Jesse's jab must have landed because Nate's temper flared and he got to his feet to yell at Jessamine. But, like, we don't get to find out what he said to her, which is annoying because I want to know, like, what lame ass comeback he had for her. 
He was like, Good I point. am rubber, you are glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. <laughs> right. It would it yeah. would have been real lame. <laughs> but we're in Tessa's point of view, and she's currently being crushed by a robot. So she's, like, fading out. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what they said. <laughs> this seems like a good place to go in that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleepy time. And Tessa's about to black out from lack of oxygen, but she feels a flutter against her chest. Is it heart palpitations? Nope. It's her motherfucking necklace coming to life. What? What? That's right, folks. This book isn't named Clockwork Angel for nothing. (laughs) Her recently animated necklace flies up and attacks the automaton holding Tessa with its razor sharp wings. So the robot uh, lets go of Tessa, and before Mortmain realizes what's happening, Jessamine, the unexpected level-headed one of the bunch, grabs Tessa's wrist, like, move, bitch, get out the way, before (laughs) Thomas launches himself into the fray. He's got, like, this massive sword, and he's like, I got this, motherfuckers. And I'm still shocked. Fruit Ninja? Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) That's how I fight. (laughs) I'm still shocked all these years later that Jessamine actually shoves Tessa behind her. So she's using her own body as a shield for this bitch she don't even like. Like straight up puts herself between Tessa and danger. And then she fucking advances on the robots with her parasol like a motherfucking bamf. Her shadow hunter blood is coming out. Right? Yeah. She like can't even help it. It's like, nope, these are shadows that need to be hunted. <laughs> it's time. I smell a wobbit. <laughs> and Mortmain's like, fuck. Get the damn shadow hunter. And get her, they did. One of the automatons, why do I not, like, I can't say that word in, like, I have to, like, pause before I can fucking say it because it's such a weird word. You want to say automations? Yes. I do too. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> So one of the automatons equipped with a flamethrower arm shoots Jessamine in the chest with a fireball and she goes down hard, like twitching on the floor hard. And the most infuriating part, Nate fucking laughs. So in summary, Nate has to die. Okay. Truth. Truth. He's, um, what is it? Public enemy number one. Fucking for real. Now you gotta die. Now you gotta die. (laughs) ICP coming out there. Yeah, yeah. bitch. I love you. But now you gotta die. <laughs> Tessa is pissed. So I'm going to read this next part from the book. Uh, quote, a sizzling bolt of hatred went through Tessa, shocking her with its intensity. She wanted to throw herself at Nate and rip her nails down his cheek, kick him until he screamed. It wouldn't take much. She knew he'd always been a coward where pain was concerned. damn love it finally (laughs) thinking of him that way so tessa's like she's like about ready to brawl she's like i know i can take you down like i may not be able to fuck with these mechanical creatures but i can fuck you up she she goes (laughs) after him and and just as she's about to uh thomas who's been slashing away at the metal creatures steps in front of her and tells her to run and take sophie with her She's like, hold my earrings. Right? Hold my baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> All right. I have. I have. Me think of hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> it's a what's that guy's name? Pablo Francisco. <clears throat> Skit. I'm pretty sure that's him. I don't know. That. The name sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold my baby. Um. <laughs> All right. So I have one last quote from the book. Quote. Sophie, Thomas cried, and Tessa could hear that. And Tessa could hear what was in his voice, and knew she had been right about his feelings for Sophie. The sanctuary. That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> the sanctuary. Go. Okay. So, not a super important line, but it kind of made my heart break a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, I know she doesn't love me, but I love her and I want to make sure she's protected. Like, I can't. I want to know. I got, I might be having a new brain. Mm -hmm. But why the sanctuary? Because the doors lock. Couldn't they just rip the doors off the hinges? Isn't the sanctuary the one place where non-shadow hunters can go? Yes, but it's also a prison. Like no one can get in or out without a key. Even if you have Shadow Hunter oh. Berlin. It's 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 like legitimately like it can be a prison. So okay. if they get into the sanctuary, they won't be able to get in. Because there's like wards or whatever on there. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Huh. So I was just like, isn't that the place that they're supposed to be able to go? I don't understand, but I got you now. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you. Well, sanctuary sounds like a terrible name for a prison. Well, it's not always <laughs> used as a prison. It just can if it needs to be. Can be. Okay, okay. It's They're a trying mul- to build a prison. It's a multi-purpose room. They're trying to build a prison. <laughs> it's like the 90s bonus room. It's a panic room. It's a finished Kristen basement. Stewart's in there. <laughs> With Jodie Foster. <laughs> All right. So I'm I've got one more I've got one more little thing to say before we can move on. Mortman calls out to his minions and Tessa has just enough time to grab Sophie and pull her out of the way before a fireball lands right where Sophie was standing. And now they run. Finally. Finally. Yeah. So as Kristen was saying, we're kind of jumping around here, but I like it. Um, (laughs) So we're back with Will and Jem. And so Will um, goes after Jem, who was going after Miss Dark. Is it Miss or Mrs.? What Mrs. do they call them? Mrs. Okay. It sounds like a like a bad Dr. Seuss book. But I think it's wishful <laughs> thinking because I don't think anyone would marry them. I agree. Uh, so this place is super creepy, by the way. this It's like, okay, like, I don't know if I'd actually even call it creepy. Like, I don't know if that word is good enough. This place is straight up scary. There's not just cobwebs. There's like cages and pools of blood and strips of human skin just like hanging around. (laughs) Chilling. Okay. (laughs) And uh, there is a pentagram on the floor with a statue of some scary horned demon on it. In it. I think it's in the middle of it. Uh And it also has runes that Will thought looked like the opposite of glory and peace, but it hurts his eyes too much to get a really good look. Uh, but Will does point out to Jem that this can't be like a binding spell. Like this shit has got necromancy written all over it. There's something seriously wrong here. (laughs) Like I thought she was trying to bring back her sister and I'm just like, yeah, me too. So why did she just bowling ball her head down the stairwell? 
I, dude, listen. She is an innovator. Okay. And she uses what she has. Her sister's still dead right now, so it can't hurt her. I guess it's fair. That's fair. She'll just have she's a little like, bit of a headache. She's rolling down. She's like, you're bruising my neck meat. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. She's like, oh, I think I have a concussion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I think you went to mole. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay, so there's also a cat that was still alive, and it's just, like, hanging around. And it suddenly starts to freak out towards the uh, pentagram. And I have to tell this story really quick because this reminds me of when right after my nephew was born, uh, my brother was stationed in Hawaii with the army. So I went over there to go visit them. And um, he had these two dogs that were puppies still sort of whatever puppy phase. And they were freaking batshit. Like these dogs were crazy, just busy all the time. Mm -hmm. They had a newborn and stuff. So they were going to try a dog collar to keep one of them calm. So... My brother puts this collar on his dog and had it upside down. And he thought it was at level one, but it was actually at level 100. <gasps> no. This poor dog was like a horse. Like <laughs> it was so sad and not funny, but I laugh every time I tell the story because it's so horrible. Oh, yeah. I just I will never forget that for the rest of my life. And that's what this reminds me of that. The cat is doing like freaking out over a pentagram because i feel like that's what that dog was doing wait did he immediately take it off oh absolutely okay yeah, he's, okay you have to finish the story really <laughs> and then the dog went up and he was like oh my god and of course they didn't even use it after that they were yeah. too, like it was too terrible it was traumatizing yeah but <laughs> you couldn't finish the sentence you're like dude Sorry. it was crazy you just left fine. it on there for an hour <laughs> no it was like two seconds but oh. it got it startled him yeah oh that's like really when sad. Jason shut the very tip of Wednesday's tail in the sliding glass door. Like, Poor I was baby. distraught. Like, because <laughs> the noises she made, I was like, oh my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. Poor thing. That's, That's what like, this cat was doing. So she's always underfoot. I've stepped on her once. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a big bitch, dude. And that cat, <laughs> that poor cat's tail. And she's just so offended. She's like, Wah! See, Magnus doesn't even get upset, but he he does it on purpose. Like he comes under your feet as you're walking, like not seeing, and you trip over like all the time. I'm like, you're, you have a death wish. Either that, or you're trying to kill me. I don't yeah, know which does. it is. He wants to eat your yeah. corpse. Yeah, because yeah. he's hungry. Because I put him on a fucking diet. Because he's so fat. <laughs> oh, don't owe him. He gets a cup of dry food and a wet food every day. He's fine. Well, Sounds half like a cup, double. but whatever. They that sounds like it. breakfast. <laughs> no. He needs second breakfast. He's like 14 yeah. pounds. He is Aww. so fat. <laughs> he's big boned. Don't be like that. Yeah. No. No, he's not big I mean. boned. It's all in his belly. You've seen his fupa. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't got a fupa. Sure. Oh, I guess you could. Yeah. yeah. I guess you I could change the belly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you could. <laughs> oh geez it's so great <laughs> okay so when this shit happened like something is going down with the pentagram will realized it's not a statue on the pentagram it was actually a real demon with stone like skin I'm like is it like game of thrones where they turned into stone people i don't know 
I was thinking so anyway. of that movie Gargoyles, the TV show Gargoyles. Remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sassy so attitude. This, yeah. <laughs> well, this one's a little sassy. It starts laughing. <laughs> and Will attempts to, like, take it out. But, of course, it's in a pentagram. So, anyway. Um, he realizes that the demon is actually Mrs. Dark. <laughs> Jem was like, listen, like, we know who you are now, but, like, I still want to know what you are. Like, how does this make any sense? I thought you and your sisters were warlocks. And she's like, Psh, my sister's a warlock. I'm full demon. Full <laughs> demon. <laughs> the whole shebang. She, yeah. <laughs> she explains that she is a shapeshifter, but can't go into the mind of people that she transforms into, like Tessa. I think that was the issue there. Mm-hmm. So the magister didn't want her. Like he made um he made her train Tessa and she was like super TO'd about it because Tessa had this power but like didn't appreciate it. So she was just super bummed. Like Okay, hold on. So the magister's like power move is to find somebody, make them feel bad about themselves that they're not special like Tessa, and then like force them to help him. <laughs> He's like just like this yeah. manipulative like boyfriend like 100 yep he is like a manipulative boyfriend yep yeah. i'm disappointed that you didn't take this opportunity to sing a little lizzo to us she's 100 percent that demon uh, oh yeah she yeah. is that's i did miss that one dang it <gasps> oh <Good> shucks <laughs> oh geez so when Tessa ran, like, away from the Dark Sisters, the Magister took it out on Mrs. Dark, and um, he took a bounty out on her head. And um, Will still trying to make a deal with her to tell them who the Magister is, because obviously at this point, he and Jem don't know. Um, but she's really adamant that um, she's far more afraid of the Magister than she is Shadowhunters. So <sighs> Will finally just bluntly asks if Mortmain is the Magister, and... That felt too easy to me for him, but okay. Like, well, he came I to mean, that conclusion so easily. If it's not De Quincey and Mortmain is the one that oh, sent okay. them, like I feel like it begs to, because Mortmain's the only one that confirmed that De Quincey was the magister. That's true. Except we get to that later because oh, he sorry. wasn't. Okay, so. Um, Will just asks if it's Mortmain is the magister. And this bitch was like, who thinks that I told you? (laughs) That was really easy to break her. (laughs) It did not take much. I know. And uh, Jem finally like puts two and two together and figures out that Mortmain just set them all up. Because you're right. Mm -hmm. Like, who else? You know. So Mrs. Dark eventually gave up and spilled the beans. And I'm just like, that was fast. (laughs) It was not hard. Basically, she's just like, fuck it. He knows. Might as well finish him. Cat's out of the bag. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It was Agatha all along. (laughs) Don't. It's a good one. So she explains that De Quincey really pissed off the Magister in like a bunch of different ways. So he set him up for punishment. And uh, (laughs) Jem realized that Mortmain was not the only one to point the finger at De Quincey. But Nate did too. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So Will finished Jem's thought and um, said that they must have been working together, obviously. And Will was kind of happy to be like, told you so (laughs) about Mm -hmm. Nate. (laughs) like his personality and stuff he's like we should have creeped in his mind yeah (laughs) yeah 
know what would have been cool and probably wouldn't have hurt him at all is if Tessa did that. If she had turned into Nate and then oh. th- got into his uh-huh. mom. Or if Snape had some verticillable serum. I'm saying it wrong. Oh. No. I don't know. Truth telling. It's veritas. Veriticillum. Yes. It's a weird word, okay? It's a made up word that we had to learn. (laughs) It's like Stella, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You've used it all, the last of it on Mrs. Cheng. Mm hmm. Oh. Okay, nerds. Well, anyway. Will felt pretty shitty after he realized, like, okay, yeah, it's cool to be right, but that's not good. So <laughs> Mrs. Dark was like, yeah, <laughs> he's Mortmain's little lapdog. He sold his sister to Mortmain just for a few pieces of silver. Was what it piece 30 of pieces of silver? Mm. It was a handful. That's some bullshit. I want to know. Wait. Was it 30? Is that what you said? It's the name of the chapter. So I asked. <gasps> oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. You, you keep going. I'm going to look something up. Winner, winner. Okay. So they realized <laughs> <laughs> that Nate was still in the Institute with everyone. Although uh, Will only thought about Tessa, of course. He's like, he's in the Institute with Tessa. Yeah. What about all your friends, dude? Yeah. Nope. Anyway, okay. he demands that Mrs. Dark tell them uh, Mortmain's plan. And of course, it's Tessa. He wants Tessa. And Will is like, yeah. But you can only get inside the Institute with Shadowhunter blood. So, like, they should be fine. Whatever. Which I think is weird because, as we pointed out, Nate is still in there. And so we know that he's working for Mortmain. Um, and we know he's willing to give Tessa up. So I don't understand why we wouldn't – we would be worried about someone coming in and, like, the blood part. This part doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So, anyway, Jem realized like he could that just they open the door. His- yeah, like he could, just, and that's yeah. So Jem realizes that they had his blood from the other night when he got attacked on the date, not date night. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, okay, first, does dry blood work? Obviously, it must if he's thinking that way. And it also doesn't make sense to me. Like, couldn't Nate have just opened the door from the inside? Yeah. But maybe it doesn't work either way. Like, I can't well, let myself no, out. Because Tessa <laughs> opened the door and she went out and sulked on the stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. In the rain. She had a pity party. I don't know. I also wonder if someone could just break the door down. Like with something like a big log. I think it's like magic, but like that's the kind of thing that like annoys me about this magic. Cause I feel like given the fact that 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 shadow hunters have been around for like a hot minute and the Mm -hmm. silent brothers are like super old, super wise, like, really smart like you would think that they would build in a loophole to this ward that like shadow hunter blood has to be like in a human exactly right Right? like like it has to be like in an alive shadow hunter for it to work like I feel like this is a very weird loophole okay I also feel like they should have learned their lesson and made it like like, with what happened in freaking uh, City of Glass. Two follies with this blood now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Two, 
two little loopholes like that. Get right. out of here. Yeah. You would think Get that they would have town. fixed the loophole after this versus exactly. allowing yeah. it to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, okay, well, this also whole seems... actual blood magic blood thing may be a little flawed. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we should try something else. We should figure something else out. Yeah. <laughs> but it also seems weird to me that Jem figured that out so quickly. Like, oh, they do have my blood. But again, like the blood thing doesn't seem like it would matter because Nate's there. So I don't I know. just, I really feel like that I don't think I would think that dry blood would work. I don't exactly. know why. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just not into it. Yep. So as they all start to really put these pieces, not they all, it's just the two of them. It's Will and Jem. <laughs> as they start to put these pieces together, uh, Will makes a run for it. He just like, he's standing there just kind of staring at Jem, like letting the, the gears go. And then he just starts running, running. And Jem is quickly behind him, except he grabs that cat's cage first. He's like, gotta save the cat. But as they get to the doors, they slam shut in their face. And Mrs. Dark is like, bah, ha, 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 you fools. And the room bursts into flames. Uh-huh. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> uh, but Will pr- pulls out his serif blade. And Jem is like, kill her, you motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? You're just standing there. But Will's like, um, I mean, like. I took this out instinctively, but like she's in a pentagram, like I can't really do anything. It's like I kind of, it was just like instinct to pull. That's this what out. I'm saying. He, if she turned into Ted, well, she would have muscle memory. Yes. Hmm. So somehow, Jem is like, cut her down, bro. And somehow, Will understood what that meant. They finished each other's sandwiches. Yeah, yep. like he read his mind, and so Will flings this serif blade at the chandelier and I don't know why but I I guess a chandelier is just one little thing I imagined it like being more of a dining room chandelier so it had more attached anyway (laughs) he took it out with one swipe it works and that wicked witch is dead the fire stopped and they were able to get the fuck out so all good things happened there gem good idea you're so smart Mm. he is are you ready for us, investigation light lady? No, I can't find it. I'll I'll do some more research and, and find out how much 30 pieces of silver. Hold on. Actually, let me try one mm-hmm. more thing. Are you going to type in six pence, none the richer? <laughs> that was my Kiss first concert. Um. Mine was Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Wait, does that make me sound old? A little bit. Was it uh, <laughs> pre or post mullet? Uh, it was. It was um, during. Dur- yeah, I don't know why I said pre. That's not what I meant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was at um a, a, one of those like outdoor theaters, probably in Ridgefield up there or something. Okay. I was like six. I don't know. I wore cowboy boots. Did it break your heart? I don't remember. I just remember getting ready to go. So to be honest with you, I could have maybe not gone. And I wouldn't remember. So. <laughs> Basically, he sucks live then. Hmm. Okay. Because a six-year-old forgot. Okay. So I think the 30 pieces of silver is a reference to the Bible. Because that's what, that's how much Judas got for like betraying Jesus. Okay. So, so I think that's that what the sense. reference is. But in today's value, it's only worth like four hundred dollars. 
he seems like a pretty shitty person. That would that would probably tempt him. No, yeah. that's what he. Yeah, yeah, dude. So it could be both. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Anyway, sorry about that. Well, okay. she does specifically say it's a handful of silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so it's definitely it called that be because less of the Bible. Than Thirty. Yeah. yeah. The Bible so verse it's is even worse. Correct. It's like two hundred dollars. Fucking gross. <laughs> I just, All of it's disgusting. I yep. cannot imagine how, like, like I can't even like process, like how shitty you must feel about yourself to do something like that to another person. Like, there's just no way. I could never. I could never. I would be haunted by the anxiety for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, 100%. I'd never sleep again. Nope. I sent an iffy email today and I just really like it got me. Yep. Got me. I was <laughs> like, crap. And I did it the night before too. <sighs> and you're like, fuck, Dude. I should have put LOL at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Happy face. This is not hostile. <laughs> Okay, so we're back. I have two things here because I couldn't choose a reference. The first one is that Tessa and Sophie are running like Rose and the Doctor up the stairs and further into the Institute. And the other one is like a TikTok video. It's like, she's a runner. She's a track star. (laughs) Okay, anyway. They're running away from the automatons. And they finally reach a moment where they have a chance to catch their breath. And Sophie is, like, mad crying, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's tears, stro- like, streaking her face. And she's like, what about, like, what do you think happened to Justin and Tessa? Like, what do you, what, what's the deal with that? Like, tell me. What, like, what do you think? <laughs> Tessa's like. Let's gossip already. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to say it, but do you think she's dead? <laughs> like, right. That's definitely what she's getting at. Like, do you think I could have her dollhouse? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so fucked up. Tessa's like sorry I already put a sticky on the bottom <laughs> like with my name on it <laughs> there's a yellow post-it on there that one's mine yep <laughs> so Tessa's like bitch I don't know but we, we absolutely have to get to the sanctuary <laughs> they're still like, not there like this is this is the plan and like that's what we need to be focusing on right now because you know Tessa's like, I'm not going to be able to get there on myself. I right. don't know what's going on here. I don't Your know where I'm going. This is like a literal <laughs> fucking rat race with these mazes. And I kind of need some guidance here. So could you like maybe get your shit together, Sophie? Please? Mm-hmm. And Sophie's like, oh, you're right. And she gathers herself by, up by her skirts and leads the pair of them through the corridors and to the door of the sanctuary. And Tessa's like, ah, yes, this is looking familiar. I remember when I met Camille here. And they get there. Sophie lights a lantern. She goes to open the door, and she's like, (sighs) and then I imagine her, like, like I do, she's, like, touching her boobs. And then, (laughs) Touching her the front, like of her apron, and then her butt, and she's like, "Fuck, dude!" Her stomach drops out. This familiar wave of horror and panic, and she's like, "Fuck, I forgot the key." 
Dude, worst, worst feeling in the world. You hear the bus driving away as you realize you don't have your key. <laughs> Fucked again. <laughs> and she's so upset that she's like, I forgot the bloody key. And she literally says that. <laughs> she's bad. And I like I've totally been there, man. We were just reminiscing earlier today. About the time that Omar shouldered the door open at our townhouse because I accidentally locked the keys inside the house. Yep. It was adrenaline Wait. rage. Why did, oh, because he didn't have his keys because you probably had your keys. We were all getting thought. in one vehicle. So one uh-huh. set of keys was in there. Mm. And then the other one, like, we didn't communicate on who was going to close the door. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Tessa, of course, is like, this fucking bitch. Are you for real right now? But I want to know, as the reader, why is Sophie going to be carrying around the key for the sanctuary in her pocket? It makes no sense. Or, like, maybe it's because the summoning bell rang and it's just procedure to get the key because if somebody's ringing the bell, then they're obviously going to want to go to the sanctuary. So, like, she should have grabbed it. Like, bitch, this is your, like, closing procedure. Yeah. I don't I don't think so I I think it's just she she doesn't have it on her yeah but like why is Tessa so mad at her like fuck bitch you where's where you grab the fucking key because Tessa's irrational Sophie go grab the key and then let's go to the fucking sanctuary together let's be maybe Tessa doesn't know there is a key you'd think she'd have to know there is a key because Charlotte had to unkey it and she's like behave kids I think she just assumed Sophie would have it and Sophie would say something if she didn't have it on the way. But right, I then feel they could like have Sophie's just made like a the janitor. Like she, she probably has all the keys. Maybe she dropped them. Yeah. Well, she said Charlotte keeps the key, but she knows where Charlotte keeps it, so she's gonna go okay, get it. Okay. Because guess what? Regardless, it's missing in action. <laughs> right. Right. That's what I wrote. So she's gonna. She's like, I'll go get the key. You stay here. It's cool. I'll no. be back. No. You never Stick split together. up. Dude, have they not seen horror movies? What the fuck is this? Have you not watched Scream and listened to fucking uh, Jamie Kennedy tell you all the things that you can't do? Otherwise, you will die. 100%. You never say I'll be right back. You never say you'll be right back. You never split up and you never have sex. I just watched a TikTok today where Matthew Lillard did the, my mom and dad are going to be so mad (laughs) So good. I love him. Yeah, I know me too. Okay, sorry. It's okay. So Sophie scurries away up the stairs to go find the key, and Tessa's alone in the dark, like to await her return. Enveloped in darkness, Tessa's mind instantly goes to the dark place. Replaying the last couple minutes again, hearing her brother's maniacal laughter (sighs) echo in her brain. Except now she's hearing it in stereo, coming from what she thinks might be behind her and she's trying to convince herself it's she's like is it all in my head so it's like when you see something out of the corner of your eye before you doze off and you're too chicken to go investigate discover your life and you're like okay go ahead and take me in my sleep as long as i don't know about it like we'll be fine everything's (laughs) gonna be fine you can kill me that's great i just don't want to know beforehand that you're in my room to kill me i'm just gonna go to bed and if i close my eyes then you'll go away it's gone it's cool. We hit rewind. Okay. I'm sorry. I got to I gotta time out. Hold on for just a second. Tessa has literally zero survival instincts. Okay? Truth. 
you just ran from evil people. You almost died, right? Your your fucking necklace had to come alive to save your life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why is your back not to the wall? It is. It is. Well, she says she hears it from behind her. Like coming down the corridor, I think. But she did. She backed up to the wall. Oh, okay. I'm like, dude. Yeah, she did at least back up to the wall. But again, she could transform into Camille and then have like night vision and fucking super hearing and super strength and fucking fangs. Mm-hmm. Anything. All these things. All she these could turn things into a bat. Or just, just, or just like disguise herself to not look like herself. Something. She could look like any of the fucking dead people. Then she'd be like, I haven't seen her. Right. anyway i mean who knows what i would do i'd probably just like i'm afraid of a tsunami okay so like (laughs) i'd probably get three feet up the stairs and then collapse but i'm still gonna like side pick this out like when you watch a baking show and you're like added too much sugar fucker added too much sugar whole thing's gone down from here I'm Gordon fucking ramsay now (laughs) just sitting here eating popcorn on my couch and i'm watching these people on what like physical tv shows you suck <laughs> like watching Olympics like pics and shit what is it ninja warrior or whatever yeah yeah and you're like oh come on you're like bitch i can't even walk up a fool. flight of stairs let alone the fucking wall like yeah. <laughs> okay so unfortunately for tessa the noise is real and when she whipped her head forward again so like she looked to the side down the corridor looked forward and there's fucking Nate brandishing a knife like boo bitch Mm-mm. <laughs> wait boo bitch Nate tells her that he's impressed that the girls were able to run so fast mm. but they're no match for these super special speed powers that were disposed upon him by the magister bestowed huh. if I didn't say that correctly because I don't think I did and Tessa's thrown off for a second she's like the fuck did you just say yeah. Like, what? What are you here? What is happening? Why are you in my Who fucking face? <laughs> but she recovers her senses really fairly quickly, and she decides that her best course of action is to keep the villain monologuing, so that way she can come up with a plan. She pulls like, a Clary. Just, I'm just going to keep you talking. So she pulls the typical, you don't have to do this. But he quickly backhands that idea, saying, have to? No, dear. I want to. Ooh. So Here. the next, like, couple pages are him basically, like, back and forth going on a tangent. I'm just going to paraphrase for mm-hmm. time. I like it. <laughs> so he's, I'm basically Mortmain's right-hand man, now that I'm back in his good graces for concocting this elaborate plan to trick you and your shadow hunter allies. I was cast out and given to De Quincey for lunch when I failed to deliver you to him because you betrayed me by running away. But now that you look, you took me in and I'm able to acquire you for him again, we're homies now. He's going to be taking over the whole of England and I'll be there. <laughs> you and Aunt Harriet were always talking mad shit before about what a fuck up I was. But look at me now, bitch. I'm so smart coming up with this whole plan. Oh, and also... You know, coming up with murdering Aunt Harriet via poison to make it so you had no other choice but to join me. What a monster. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I sent chocolates because I knew you didn't wouldn't eat them. Yeah. Let me tell you, the first time I read this, because I did not pick up on the chocolate thing, I thought it was weird. I'm like, why the fuck would, why do we care that she doesn't like chocolate? And yeah. I should have, probably now I would have picked up on it as like something weird. But at the time I hadn't. So when I read this, I was like, <gasps> it very much had the uh, expected ev- uh, effect on me. <laughs> right. The impact. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the intended impact. <laughs> so during this, like, again, this is a couple pages, but whatever. So Tessa, during this conversation, keeps interrupting him, like, to keep him talking. So um, she tells him, um, just so you know, the moment that Mortmain is done with you, he's going to cast you aside. Like, you're nothing to him. Yep. But Nate obviously doesn't believe that because he's drank the Kool-Aid. So then she goes to the the approach of trying to remind him that somewhere down there, there must be a shed of decency left. Like, after all, like, we're family. We be bloods, bro. (laughs) Nope. And then Nate pulls the most venomous of insults, telling Tessa they aren't siblings. She's not even a human. She's a thing. (gasps) And furthermore, as far as he's concerned, he has no sister. (laughs) And so she's like... (sighs) If that's true, then why are you, like, calling me Tessie if you don't care about me? And he refutes that he was using her pet name. Like, he's like, I didn't say that. Where? Show me the recording. I didn't say that. <laughs> and Home just- stenographer. <laughs> right? Dude, so as- when he says that, though, when he's like, you're a thing, and as far as I'm concerned, I have no sister. Like, the only thing that came to my hand, my head was like, good, now she can kill you and not feel bad about it. <laughs> like, Right? Yeah. You just signed your own death certificate, fucker. Mm-hmm. So as this exchange is happening, towards the end of it, Tessa thinks that she sees this shadow or this movement behind Nate. So in my head... Tessa's against the wall, like, by the door to the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. The stairs are coming down, and Nate's in front of her, monologuing at her face. And then (laughs) she sees something moving down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, okay, that might be Sophie. So I just have to look at, like, I can't look at the shadow. I've just got to look at Nate's big, ugly traitor face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't look sideways. Like, I think I see it, but I can't. And lo and behold, the shadow finally emerges and slams Nate over the head with a lamp, toppling him onto the floor. And guess what? It's not Sophie. It's motherfucking Jessamine coming in clutch. Dude, she is literally the hero of this chapter. Exactly. And she looks a little haggard, but assures Tessa she's fine. Um, After all, like, they wanted her. Like, they want you, not me. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. fine. It's cool, girl. And Sophie isn't far behind. And seeing the scene in front of her, she's like... Is Nate okay? <laughs> like, what happened? And Jessamine, a woman now scorned, tells her, who gives a fuck if he's all right? He's a no good liar. No, open the door before something else tries to murder us. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be a shadow hunter anymore. Open that door. Let's right. get out of here. It's like, I did what I had to do. Okay, let's yeah. move on. It's like the goblin thing. Let's never talk about that murder. Yep. <laughs> the murder just, in the park. Just go ahead and take a deep breath. Hold it in. Hold it in. And just push down. Push down all the feelings. 
get them deep into the you feel your belly sting and that's a good thing that means they're nice and tucked in down there <laughs> so then we're going back to the pair of ties and they're on their way out of the mansion and to their awaiting carriage like oh hey guys look the carriage is there no one stole it gravy train gravy train get, yeah we get the absolute sensual pleasure of being enfolded into Jim's point of view for the last part of this chapter. So hold on to your garters and get your fans, my fellow dish. So Jim is struggling to catch his breath. So that plot point we just saw with Tessa trying to distract Nate is unfolding here too. Except it's Jim asking pertinent but not really urgently important questions to, Will <laughs> to give himself a chance to catch his breath and regain his composure. And this is like me when I try to, like, breathe really shallowy when I'm walking upstairs. Because I don't want someone to see I'm dying. Yeah, you yawn. Yep. Fake yawn. Yep. It's just so tired, right. man. <laughs> like, no, I'm breath. not just trying to get more oxygen into my lungs. <gasps> Dude, that's the worst. Okay, one of the worst parts of not being teammates with Amanda now is, like, the other two people I go with aren't fat people. So it's mm. just, like... We get a thing, we'd walk up the stairs, we'd like hike our pants back up and we'd give each other a minute to catch our breath before we rang the doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> like third floor apartments, you got to give yourself a second. It's embarrassing. Plus you got to go lift a mattress. Yeah. You need your breath. <laughs> Don't just dash out there. Don't go without a plan. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we also learn that um, he took a really large quantity of that drug before he left for the mission. And it's worn off a lot quicker than normal. Mm. And this is something that would typically would cause like concern for Jim. But he knows that he can't spiral at this moment. They right. got to get their shit together to go help the people at the Institute. Um, and Jim is like, as he's having this dialogue with Will, he pretty easily is able to piece together the bits from Mortmain's plan that we learned during Nate's monologue. They were sent to dispatch the Dark Sisters. Or just sister, I guess. And the Enclave was sent to take care of De Quincey. So they have one going over here, the other one going here. And using, as Will said, the Nephilim as his own band of personal assassins. Mm-hmm. But I put person assassins. <laughs> also, also works. Yeah, they are people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Person slash assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Will then takes out a knife. And he's just like, I imagine it's like a switchblade, although it's probably not. And uh-huh. he's like, a single horse is much faster than a carriage. <laughs> and I swear to you, I swear, I didn't read ahead. And it's been years since I've read this series. So I feel vindicated for bringing that up last episode. <laughs> I do. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me all about it, Mr. Herondale. And Jen- I know that it's faster. But like, what are you going to do after that? Your carriage is gone. Oh, there's a plan. Just you wait. Okay. Okay. So Jim, who's still holding the cat in the cage, is like, William, what are you doing playing with knives? And on my life is something I have very recently said. <laughs> Real life. My kid grabbed a butter knife and he was like, among us. And I was like, no, nope. no, nope. it's not a game we play. No, we don't. We don't play stabbing people with butter oh. knives. God. I, I want to play Among Us. No, no, you don't. <laughs> okay. And Jim's like, 
I hope you're not going to do what I think you're going to do. Of course he's going to do what you think he's going right. to do. <laughs> and then he says some stupid shit like, you're not going to kill the horse, are you? I don't know. Like, I didn't even really put it in here because I'm just that it wasn't really funny. And I don't know. Like, I, I wasn't into it, but I said yeah. it anyway. So anyway, Will justifies like, listen, we're running out of time. Xanthos. Uh I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Is going to be able to pull the carriage back to the institute with like while you're tucked inside Jim. And then he starts to cut the harness holding Balios. And Jim's like, oh, I get it. You're good to go like save the day and be the hero. And you're just going to leave me here. Have you gone mad, man? (laughs) And Will tells him like, well, someone has to look after the cat. Like, come on, dude. And then he swings himself onto the horse. And Jim like sets the cage down to kind of try to go to Will and protest. But he's too weak to make it. Like, he can't even move. And it was too late by then. Will had already dug his heels into the horse, and they were off out of the gate. Damn. Damn. (sighs) I mean, sorry, Jim. I mean, I feel like maybe, I don't know. It would be hard. I'm glad that he's thinking about the cat. And to me, I was just like, why doesn't he just ride, like, in front of Will? But I think Will doesn't want him there because he knows that he's already weak. Yeah. Because Jim in his head during the thing, he's like, he feels really like flush yeah. and sweaty and pale. And he's like, God, I wonder if I look as bad as I feel. Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. and riding a horse full speed is not like, it's not like riding in a car. Like you're not at yeah. rest. You're active. And so like, I don't uh-huh. think he could make it as fast right. as Will could. It would slow Will down yeah. to take care of him to keep him on the horse. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I think that he's trying to pull a, a Benedict, what was it? Light a dick and watch it. Light a dick and watch it burn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Make sure that you've read chapter 19, Bodicea, mm-hmm. for yeah, next nope. week's episode. <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld or Just Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.